Hallelujah. from Wuhan. Another problem's here again. Because you see the contagion creeping. And the virus is indeed spreading. And the memory of SARS planted in my brain still remains. We stand and fight the virus. We hear of theories how it grew. From snakes and bats became a flu. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're in your houses. You got all the toilet paper, <laughs> if you were lucky. You got all the rubbing alcohol and the disinfectant that you could dream of. Now wash those hands and wash those ears because we are the Know Nothing Nerds podcast and we are back. Uh, we're Despite back. this this viral outbreak. Despite the viral outbreak. We were still going to bring you content. Yep. We, we were a little like off for about a couple of weeks. Was it two weeks it was, that we missed? two or three weeks. Two uh, or three. God. Um, I was sick, but I think it was just the regular old dinky flu. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it was the corona uh, virus. Um, uh, uh, so I, I'm good. Uh, Luke has been working like a boss, as uh, I yeah. said in a recent post. Um, but he's currently on. Did uh, you post about me? I, I posted a couple. You posted uh, about me this week. Actually, you gave a little update. Gave a little... I gave a little update. Yeah. Um, uh, so Luke has been uh, officially uh, put on leave from work. Yeah. Full pay. Yeah. Full time leave. Go um, Apple. Go Apple, dude. Bet yeah. It's it's moments like that that you're like that that I'm kind of thankful that I work for a giant yeah. company because. We can get serious. I'm sure we'll talk about it for a little yep. bit today, but we we can we make our jokes and we'll continue to make our jokes oh, yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. um, but like people are losing jobs over this thing right now, and it's totally like it's, it's been fucking crazy. Like our heart goes out, thoughts and prayers to everyone yep. who's like having a hard time going through this. If you're a little bit sensitive to that, I might be careful in this episode in particular. If uh-huh. you hadn't guessed by Twitch's intro. <laughs> We don't take a whole lot seriously around no. here, so we're gonna make a lot of Corona-related jokes here. Good uh, I might share some it. of my favorite memes today yes. that have come from it, but uh, just so that you're aware of that. But yeah, Apple um, is paying me to stay home until the 27th at least, so uh-huh. I have a little two-week vacation right now. Uh, and then if things get worse from there, it'll probably be another two weeks for me. So yep. here's hoping that things get worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, 28 days later. That's Come right. on. That's right. <laughs> Danny Boyle was a futurist, not a not just a director or writer. The guy was a futurist. He knew it was, he knew it was coming way before. But anyway, it's been yeah. 21 days yep. since we last uploaded. Gotcha. So, in fact, three weeks, which is kind of sad. It's, it's, yes, it's upsetting. It is. But today's our normal upload day on yep. Sunday that we're sitting down to record. So, this is going to kind of be a straight-to-air episode. I'm hoping to not do a ton of editing. No. But uh, but speaking of having to do a little editing, let's do this first Twitch. Okay. I have a shower thought. Ooh. And I've been holding on to this one for a while. So Are you actually going to play the music this time? We're going to play the music this Did I forget to last you time? You forgot to, to play the music the last time. Cue the music for real this time. Ooh, Ooh hot, 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 hot. Okay, are you ready for this? Yes, I am so excited. Actually, what, what I should have done during our 
uh, put music in pause that we uh-huh. always take. I actually should have pulled up my note on this because oh, okay. I, I just want to. I just want to. Okay, all right, all right. I want to read this like pretty much exactly verbatim of how I wrote this on the note okay. because it has everything that I that I wanted to say. Uh, this is this this one goes out to all my insecure friends out there okay. in in the world listening to this podcast. And if you're listening to this podcast in a car. I, I want you to write into us via our many ways that you can write into us and see. I want to hear how you reacted to me saying this, okay? So while you're driving, you want them to write while they're yeah, yeah, driving? Yeah. Just text I would preferably it on take out. take both hands off the wheel. Off the wheel, look directly down at directly the Directly down and make sure. Cause like, and here, make sure you're pressing on the gas the entire time. Pressing on the gas the whole time. Here's, here's my view on texting while driving. If you use both hands, uh-huh. you're sending that text a lot quicker than you would if you were sending it with one hand. You know, that's yeah, it's true. I'm that saying, is, we that are, is. We, people are pretty quick at sending texts with yeah, two yeah, thumbs yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm just saying, like, you you take twenty se- It's either you take forty seconds, uh-huh. which is a lot longer of a time to do this, and you, you can't see me. Yeah. you can't see me listening, folks. But it's like that quick glance down and up that yep, you do yep, this yep. thing where you're like going back and forth. Like, where you're not really paying attention. You're not paying attention to yeah. either. Yeah, I mean, no. you, I would much rather have you just take, just take, let Jesus take the wheel, and Jesus you take, take your the phone, wheel. Carrie Underwood, and Carrie, Carrie Underwood? take Carrie Underwood, and, okay. and and just boom, quick pump out a text, <laughs> hit send, and then you can get both hands back sooner, a lot safer. Back that, on the wheel after you've already hit the guy in front of you. Exactly. So that's what I want you guys to do. That was not the shower thought, but that could have been a shower thought all on its own. <laughs> it's good to be back. It totally is. Driving is the only place. I think where if you think someone is making fun of you, they probably are. Ooh, okay. You know that like you know that symptom that people get where like they think that if a group of people are laughing, they're laughing at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten times out of ten, that is not true. True. When you do true. something embarrassing, like walking in a crowd, or or like you trip and fall, like maybe one person sees that, but they're not like, "What a fucking idiot!" Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Even at the gym, I think, unless you're being a total dumbass. Yep. But that's like a little different. But even at the gym, like if you don't know what you're doing, people see that, but no one's gonna like be rude about it. Yeah. Driving is the only place I believe where if you genuinely are doing something stupid and someone sees it, they are also thinking, that guy's a fucking idiot. Oh, I would totally, totally, totally believe that. Um, Like, like I have said, I want to read this from the note, but, like, I have said some things to people that I've never met before that Uh, just should not be allowed to be said. Yeah. Like, just terrible things. And I bet you, like, if I had met those people shortly after that, I wouldn't be friends with them because no. that like automatically just like pegs people down to such a lower yeah. degree of respect. Yeah, where it's like if you run a red light, if you pull, and, and I just think it's so elevated here in Colorado because people are absolutely horrendous at driving here. Yes, as they are in most places. I know everyone. Well, we you're have from, a different. We have a different uh, whole thing on that because. We have so many people from so many different areas. It's true. It's that very we have true. brought in so many different bad driving habits that it's it's amalgamation of just terribleness. Right, right. So I think the message here is that we're not all terrible people. Yep. But if you start off on the wrong foot with someone because of driving, I totally respect you not wanting to be friends with someone. Yeah. I I I find myself doing that too because of my job. I'm driving all the time. So yeah. I run into those, and uh, I have a long string of expletives uh, yeah. at times when no I doubt. see somebody doing something stupid. I tend nowadays, though, I try to do this. This is what I try to do my best. 
Um, if I see somebody, it's it's different. It depends on what's going on. If I see somebody that's doing something stupid in front of me, like example, I had uh, last week when I was driving. Yeah. I was in the center lane of a three lane road, going all one way. And the guy in front of me, there's there's a guy directly to my left, and there's a guy right in front of me. Well, this guy right in front of me, when we come to an intersection, all of a sudden slams on his brakes and makes a left turn. Nice. Cutting not only me off, but the guy that's in the left lane and almost making me run right into him. So at that moment, when I saw that guy being a stupid idiot, I just... <laughs> mother <laughs> just going off on him with all these expletives. He's the dumbest mother... And I was just going off, okay? So I have those situations <laughs> yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. right in front of me. <laughs> I almost caught get caught in a crash or uh-huh, something like that. Uh-huh. I will yell at them. The other situation that I have with people doing stupid stuff in traffic. So a good example of this is when I'm picking up somebody from the airport mm-hmm. or uh, go, leaving the airport. So if you're on one side of the terminal, when you come out, it starts you out at 15 miles per hour yeah, and it ups to 25 miles per hour. And then it's a long stretch before it pumps it up to 45 miles right. per hour. So you have plenty of time. You have plenty of time. I don't want to get pulled over by the police sure. out there because if I drop somebody off for $25, I get a speeding ticket that's like 50 to $80. I You're just losing a lot of money. A lot yeah, of money. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I... We'll always go the speed limit when I'm coming out. So I'll start out at 15. Once I get close enough to the sign, like I can clearly read that it says 25 miles per hour, I'll bump it up to 25 miles per hour. And then I'll wait until I can clearly see the 45 mile per hour uh, sign. And then I'll drop, uh, pump it up to 45 miles right. per hour. Well, I will have assholes that come right up on my yeah. bumper and I see them flashing their lights. They're yelling at me. They're cussing. I'm doing the right. You're doing the I'm right thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're in, in the, the right, right there. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't get me faulted for any of that. So what I will do is I will roll down the window and I will like wave at them and then I'll just do two, five, as in 25, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. point towards the signs. <laughs> and then once they pass me, I'll just look over and I'll get a big old smile on my face and, and just, just wave. wave at them like a friendly old neighbor. And they're just flipping you off. And they're just <laughs> flipping me off. So I try to do that more yeah. than do the explicit enforced and friendly stuff like, that. like friendly assholeness, yep. right? Where you're just like the kill him with kindness yep. kind of way, but and also the other thing I do say sometimes is if somebody's doing something stupid in front of me, if I if I take that second instead of saying god damn you, I'll say god bless America. Yeah, you do say that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do, I appreciate. So anyway, there you have it. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's a... It, I agree with you, yes. In more situations, like if you think somebody's laughing at you for doing something stupid in traffic, they are it's, laughing Yeah, it, it's yep. most definitely true. Yeah, Because sure. it's just one of the, you're, you're behind... And it doesn't even have to be something like egregious, like cutting somebody no. off or anything like that. You're sitting in your phone, you're texting on your phone. Yep. Anything like that. Anything like that. Reading a book, doing your makeup. Yeah. Uh having your feet hang out the door yeah, or out the, out the window the door, and stuff taking like yourself that. to pound town. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> all Thank of God, the, all of those that. things, <laughs> dude. Uh, uh, I saw 
for the first time in my life, hopefully the last time, a guy getting roadhead no! on I-70. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, right before the uh, exchange on a 6th Ave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, and I did a double take. Cause like, and, and I'm still to this day, and this was like probably four or five weeks ago, I'm still to this day trying to justify something else that could have been happening. Uh-huh. But there's just no reason why a female yeah. would be bent over – in that way yeah, 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 into yeah. the driver's seat yep. while a guy is driving. Like, there's just no – I cannot think of any other reason why that would be happening. And I remember just being like, go you, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, go yeah, you, yeah. man. I, get it. Get, get, be careful, but get it. You know what I mean? I've heard stories of that from uh, people that I know that um, – <laughs> somebody that I know was getting roadhead yeah. from their, their significant other, their partner, and uh, – <laughs> They got in a car accident with a deer. <laughs> Did she like bite him a little? No, she definitely <laughs> went. I can't believe we're saying this. Here. She went full Gonzo in the back of the throat, though. Just. <laughs> and ever since then, ever since then, she can eat a five dollar foot long in one swallow. <laughs> oh man, that is awesome! Oh, so funny. And now that we've taken it that far, yeah. we've now set the bar for this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On things that can be said. Oh, so. oh I man. miss this. I it's, miss it's this. Been, it's been too long. It's good to be so, back. So, uh, speaking of taking things too far, uh, I recently was on uh, Character Fight Nights podcast. Uh, their most recent episode. Go check it out, Character Fight Night. You can find it pretty much on anywhere uh, podcasts are streaming. Um, I was unaware of this, so this is exciting yeah, news. Yeah, so yes, it yes. was a lot of fun. Um, my matchup was Kevin McAllister versus Jigsaw from the Saw movies. Okay. Um, Kevin I, McAllister being Home Alone. From Home Alone, Kevin, Kevin McAllister. Because <laughs> you always hear this, like, Kevin McAllister grows up to be Jigsaw. And I was like... Well, let's see. Like they kind of do similar things. Interesting. Horror haunted yeah, yeah, house, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, booby traps and stuff. So I was like, let's, also Macaulay let's Culkin does not have it all together up in the head. No, so I it, don't think it, so either. It could be it very could, fits perfectly. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I came at it with like if they're going through each other's uh, booby trapped maze, yeah, death maze, um, they would both die because like both their traps are like just as deadly as each other. Yeah, like, totally. Just different. Um, but the winner came out on our side with uh, Kevin McAllister beating out Jigsaw because Kevin McAllister is just like he's very intuitive. Yeah. And like he can on the fly come up with these crazy, very quick, crazy, crazy death traps. Yeah, for so. sure. Now, can I argue that with something? Yes. Uh, you see a lot of characters die in Jigsaw movies. Uh huh. But it would appear that Harry and Marv yep. are invincible in True. Home Alone. So if you were to put Jigsaw in the Home Alone universe, does does Jigsaw then become invincible? Uh, we giving were going, him a huge yeah. leg up. Cause like, cause, and then you also have to argue, like, <clears throat> you know, uh, Home Alone, Kevin, Kevin's like making people step on Hot Wheels cars yeah. and fall downstairs. And like, that sucks. Uh-huh. But like, Jigsaw is making you cut your own arm off yeah. to get out of a box of... But here's a couple of arguments uh, for what happened in the episode. Yeah. Um, uh, some of the arguments were that uh, for Kevin McAllister getting through a jigsaw death maze 
would be kind of easy because he seems sociopathic. Yeah, he, he's got that he, mind. He does he's not got that... mind putting people through torturous situations that he would be willing to do extreme For stuff sure. to get through. Yeah. Um, whereas Jigsaw, he's a frail old man. And if we're keeping it with, and we were keeping it with like real world. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah type uh situations jigsaw wouldn't last he doesn't like, have that stamina a few steps yeah. into uh the kevin McAllister maze and uh, it also helps to have that childlike mind yeah you know yeah. what i mean childlike sociopaths yeah. are probably the way to go there so I, i'll agree yeah. with that I'll so with that. anyways it was pretty straightforward like even though we're doing ridiculous stuff yeah I was missing how our podcast typically goes, where we don't shy away from controversial shit. Oh, no. Did and, you get in trouble? A uh, little bit. <laughs> a little bit. So, the last bout was, uh, it was a weird bout. It was like, well, no, duh. Who's going to win this? It was Buffy the Vampire Slayer versus Van Helsing. <laughs> I was going to say. guest what? referee, Dracula. <laughs> when you had said, when you had first, I wanted to back up. I wish I had interjected. Yeah. I'm so good at interrupting you, but um, when you had said Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I wanted to be like, he loses. <laughs> you, you already know who's going to lose that. Dora the Explorer, he loses. I don't care who it is. So anyways, uh, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I had already had this thought in my head Yeah, uh, where like uh, Dracula, uh, I think he came up with like, who, who does Dracula hate more? And I said Van Helsing and my limited job, uh, like my limited knowledge of the situation was um, I didn't know if Van Helsing was like German or if it was something else. It mm-hmm. felt like a little bit German-esque, um, <clears throat> but I was kind of thinking of this through the lens of how some of these old stories that were told back in the day actually had a uh, beginning in truths. And truth for certain people groups and stuff like that. Like, for example, the hands-on Gretel story. Yeah. A lot of people look at that story possibly as an allegory between the Germans and the Jews. Whereas Hansel and Gretel are these two innocent children that are being uh, taken advantage of by a witch. Sure. Well, in those old times, you could have looked at it as like the old woman was an allegory for Jewish people. And it was showing that the, the Germans were the good people. So it's saying that Jews are bad, gotcha. essentially. So I kind of throw it out there as like, oh, this is what it was. Uh, they said, like to bring Blade, the black vampire, <laughs> anti-vampire into the story. And I said, well, if we look at it like, you know, if like Van Helsing and like, or Dracula was kind of a story of like the Germans versus the Jews. Like, you know, we know Van Helsing's racist. So like, obviously he would hate Wesley Snipes, the black vampire. <laughs> so... They're a race joke <laughs> right out there in a, a podcast that's not known oh, for that stuff. Man. Like, uh, you know, I dropped a couple F-bombs even though I wasn't supposed to. He edited those out. Josh Wheat did a great job. Uh, I love the podcast. It was so much fun doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely go check it out. It was a lot are we gonna, of fun. Are we going to be invited back on? I or? hope so. <laughs> yeah. uh, me and Josh go back a ways. I would, uh, I'd so, love to be on that. Um, That'd be a ton of fun. Definitely, definitely. Hopefully we'll do it in the future. Um, oh we'll bring gosh. him on our podcast. Oh, we we'll should do totally do stuff, that. So. And then we can let him say racist stuff. Yeah, yeah, here. yeah. So he can <laughs> get it all, all out of here. Stuff that he's been harboring all these years. <laughs> Come on our show and just let it out. 
so we should, we should do like a we, once we grow, we should do a segment with the audience where they can call in and just get off their racist. <laughs> like, like it's totally anonymous. Do you got anything racist to say? Just get it off on it's your chest. It's just totally right here. anonymous. It's just like call we may it. not agree with you. In fact, we probably won't. But like you know, everybody's got to have a, a venue to get their thoughts <laughs> off their chest. You know, call it number three. What do you have to say? <laughs> I hate white people. Yeah. <laughs> Down with the whites. Down with the whites. Next up, that's pretty good. That's what. Uh, what have you been up to? So uh, obviously, uh, with this uh, coronavirus stuff, yeah, uh, I I'm unfortunately at high risk for multiple reasons uh, with the coronavirus um, stuff. I'm not super freaked out. Yeah, the majority of the stuff that's going on is hysteria. It's hysterics. Totally. Nobody's like taking a very. They're listening to the media versus the experts, primarily. Um, the experts say that we do have to take precautions. Yeah. But they're not They're not freaking out. No. Um, and everything that they're saying is logical. Like for it's the same thing that you like, do with a normal flu. Exactly. But we do have to be a little bit more cautious due to the fact that the spread rate of this virus is pretty quick is is, is high um, and quick and yeah. the other problem too is that it's got a pretty long incubation period to where like you don't know if you have it before you see symptoms right so you could be a carrier of it and not and know, not know for, weeks, like that, right? for weeks right so so what they're trying to get us to do the whole like social distancing which is a new hot word that's being used and stuff like that um should be done in this period to slow down the infection rate. Yeah. Um, and that's all smart. The the crazy hysteria of wiping out the stores like it's the With end of the world. Paper. Of toilet paper of all things. Of all like, things. It's just kind of crazy. Like, yes, you should be prepared. You should. You don't need to get years worth of material. Like, it's a two-week thing. It's a two-week thing. If you end up getting it, you have it for two weeks yeah. it's out of your system. You're good to go. You're not going to be a carrier any longer or right. stuff like that. So, so that you're going to be able to go out. You're going to be immune from it after you get sick. You're not going to catch that, it yeah, again. Right. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, just be smart about it. Like, and don't freak out if you have certain symptoms right. that you don't understand. If you have little sniffles, you're relatively good health. If, if you are in relatively good health, and I'm talking like you could have some obesity issues, you could have some uh, minor issues and stuff like that. If you can usually get through a flu pretty well, then then no, you're yeah. gonna be fine for the most part. Like yeah. if it does get to the extent of like you're feeling really short of breath, or but there's like avenues you're seeing for that other things. The, yeah, then get checked out. Right. If you are a cure, if you are worried, call your practitioner. Email your practitioner call up uh denver health whatever and stuff like that ask them what they say if they say yeah it seems like you might have some uh some of the symptoms why don't you come to x or we'll have mm -hmm. somebody come to you and we'll administer the test and see what happens from yeah. there that's all you need to do that's all you need, all you need to do totally. have at least two weeks worth of uh stuff um you don't need to buy all the food in the world like just just have enough to like do the bare minimum and Netflix and chill the shit out of this I thing. I know, dude. I'm so I'm looking so forward to to to, to my two weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. just pretend I have coronavirus. <laughs> is what I'm gonna do. So. so with that, I've actually uh, been on a uh, 
self-quarantine even You've though also I'm been not on sick yes. uh movieathon currently oh, oh, oh so, i'm excited uh i have been taking recommendations from some of my friends for some movies that yeah. uh i need to see i officially went on quarantine uh two days ago i missed yesterday because i got stuck in a netflix series that was i couldn't shut off it was the uh case of uh uh gabriel, gabriel yeah. hernandez fernandez yeah. Heartbreaking. That's tough, man. That Heartbreaking. Was a tough one. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm I'm back to it today. Uh, next film on my docket is uh, Wes Anderson's Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket was which so good. I know I've heard so much, but it's his first film. I watched the first 20 minutes of it when I was a little bit younger, like yeah. co- uh, like 10 years back. Couldn't get into it. Yeah. So I shut it off. Um, but now I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna watch it tonight. And then I'm going to give my kind of two cents on it. Hell yeah. Whether it stick sticks or not. What have um, been your favorites? So I've only watched one so far. Okay. What, what uh, was it? Cabaret, the 1972 Cabaret. Cabaret, which is a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. Um, great musical. Like, I'm not a huge fan of most musicals, like, minus the Disney movies. There's a few Disney movies For that sure. I really like, like Lion King, Aladdin. All musicals, people. All musicals. Don't, don't, Calm down. Don't freak out at me. Uh, but Cabaret, the music in it is so fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and, you know, it. the music is, it's definitely uh, a forefront of the movie, but it's not like most musicals. It's not like where, like, they're singing the story like the two main characters are singing the entire time or anything sure. like that. Sure, sure, Um The singing only happens really in the cabaret. Right. Um, and do you know the story of Cabaret at all? I, I know the story. I just haven't seen the movie. Okay. Yeah. So uh, essentially it takes place in uh, pre-World War II Germany when yep. the uh, Nazi party was starting to take power and stuff like that. Um, and it follows a young woman, a young woman. Oh a young God. woman. A young woman um, uh, named Sally Bowles, uh, played by Liza Minnelli. Um, and I've known about Liza Minnelli for years, but only as like a pop figure, yeah. kind of tabloid figure. Yeah. <laughs> Not as a serious Not actress right, or a right. singer or anything like that. Um, but uh, it follows her story, and she's a uh, an American in Germany trying to be a cabaret, or being a cabaret singer with aspirations to be a director um, or sorry, uh, actor. Um, and she goes from man to man, uh, essentially trying to find a sugar daddy because she's got all kinds of daddy problems. Uh-huh. Um, and she ends up meeting a man by the name of uh, Brian Roberts, who is a English, uh, a British professor of, English that is trying to get his doctorate and he is also bisexual yeah so it's uh that if you know history at all <laughs> being in the LGBT community back in those days not highly regarded a little, little different a little, than, little different, yeah, a little different than it is now um uh but uh it's it was phenomenally done and it's it's really good as far as uh people of that time ignoring the signs of the things to come. Like they kind of just put all of the bad shit that's going on in Germany at the periphery and like, Oh, that's not my problem. It's yeah. not going to affect me. I'm not Jewish 
it's not going to affect me. Right. Turns out, yeah, it it's does. Yeah. You, uh, very much so. Um, but phenomenal movie. The music is so killer. My favorite part of that was uh, the master of ceremony, Joel Gray. His performance in that is so creepy and so like you can't take your eyes off. Sure, of sure. Um, it's almost like uh, 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 in tune with uh, Tim Curry's performance in. Rocky Horror Picture Shore show. Oh sure, where it's just so like, um, like the the that's that's one of my favorite musicals. Like I love Rocky Horror Picture Show is amazing. Um, other than that, like not many other musicals. Like Les Mis, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, Cats. <laughs> uh, not a huge fan of those, but you'd rather be a transsexual, y- yeah, <laughs> from Transylvania, Transylvania. <laughs> Uh, yes. So I highly recommend Cabaret. Um, check it out. Um, it's, I found out that it won, apparently won over Godfather at the Oscars, which I think a lot of people probably think Godfather got snubbed because it's just such a classic movie, but like watch Cabaret Cabaret, like they definitely earned it. Like I, I'm not, I can't say like, I, I don't know at this time whether because I haven't seen Godfather, whether I think Godfather is a better movie. I know. Cinema Sin, on my part, I haven't seen Godfather. <laughs> I might add that to the list. Maybe add week. it to the list, dude. Um, probably should. Uh, but uh, it it is such a well-shot film. Like, story-wise, director-wise, performance-wise, writing-wise, it's all great. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. You Have you seen Booksmart? No, but I, I might you be able to see add, it because I think it's on Hulu. You should add that to your list. It is on Hulu. Okay. Watch that fucking movie. Okay. Uh, we we saw it last week. I saw it for the first time last okay. week. Uh, and it was, like, so funny. So yeah. funny. One of the best, like, best friend stories ever out there. Gotcha. It's, like, a tune to Superbad. Oh, nice. I'd almost say better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it, it on the list then. So good. I'll put it on Super the list good. for sure. Yeah, go see that. What have you been up to uh, this week? So we're in the time that we've been off. Work, work, work. Yeah. Um, last week I did about a sixty-five hour work week. Holy. Um, getting everything ready for uh, just Corona and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. So basically, did like you ev- put lime in the Corona after I put you got lime done. In the, I put lime in the Corona. Yeah. Have you seen those those ones where it's like people at the bar like. Uh, I'll take a Corona, hold the virus. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. So bad. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about last week. I want to talk about the next two weeks. Yes. Because I've got some plans, Twitch. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. Well, no. I'm going places, but I'm not. I, I plan to you're just. You're going places, I'm kid. Go, you're I'm going, going places. places, Twitch. I'm going places, and you're coming with me. No. Here here, here are the. here. Here's just what I have planned okay. for the next two weeks, Okay. I want to go to the Alamo a lot. There are a lot of movies that I want to catch up on before they close, maybe. Yeah. And if they do, that'd be kind of sad. Yep. But there are a few movies that I haven't seen yet that I really want to. Um, Possibly tomorrow or Tuesday, I'm going to have a quickie out on Emma. Nice. Or a two-minute review out on Emma. So you did see Emma. Emma. I did see Emma. Give me me a snapshot, like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Is it something that is different enough from Downtown Abbey writing wise that you think I would enjoy. Ooh. Um Yeah. Because it's very 
Ooh. Is it okay? Here's here's a question. Have you seen either uh, four weddings and a funeral yes. or death at a funeral? Both. You've seen death at a funeral. Yeah. Okay. Where do you stack up the the irreverence humor oh, from oh. Emma to death at a funeral? For me personally, yeah. death death at a funeral is better at the humor. Okay. Does the humor stack up? Absolutely. To that style yes. in Death at a Funeral. Yeah. If you're okay, it, it, it okay. it's very similar to a Wes Anderson movie where they just kind of hit the ground running. Yeah, where it's like if you're not prepared for like that style of dialogue, uh-huh. then you might miss a few things at okay. the beginning. But it's just, it's so witty and smart that okay. I really think you'd like it. Where I, I, I honestly like. I think the writing, as far as dialogue is concerned, is way ahead of Downton Abbey. Because I, the the only reason I yeah. want to see that movie is because that trailer was so. Does the trailer fit the tone? Absolutely, one hundred. Okay. I will definitely see it. I'll definitely. Yeah, there 100%. won't be a doubt in me that I, yeah. I will see it, it for it, sure. It was incredible. So I want to do that. It's really funny that you mentioned this, and I promise I put this in the note way before you even mentioned it. Okay. I really want to see the 2011 Les Mis. Oh, I haven't okay. seen it okay. before, and I really, really do because yes. when I saw the trailers, and I still sometimes go and see the trailers, I'm like, that's that just seems like a movie I would really like. Keep in mind that there are certain decisions that they made that were, I believe, were story decisions that they sure. made, um, as far as giving you more idea of who the character is, specifically Russell Crowe's character in that in the movie. Sure, that's fair. That's fair. Um. Yeah, I just I th- I think that's gonna be really good, and I I I love uh, I love Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and he's so good in musicals too. So, yeah. so it's so like unexpected, but but I love that. Uh, so I want to see that, and I also want to see Phantom Thread because I think that's still on something PTA PTA baby. Paul Thomas I know, Anderson. I know. He, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do. Uh, so one of the things that uh, Luke and I are gonna do in the future is. We're doing our version of Masterclass. Yes. <laughs> I think it should be called something else that's like more in tone with our, our podcast name. Master Ass. <laughs> Master Ass. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that we're going to do with that is I'm going to use, attempt to use the knowledge that I have acquired over the years with film studies into... Break, helping Luke break down films and writing and stuff like that. And get like better at storytelling myself. And get better at storytelling and also how to recognize why uh, Michael All the Bay films that I like shit films are, are bad. Shit. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Uh, no. Um, so I, I want to go. I want to see those two films, which yep. I can wa- I could literally do that tonight, um, which I might. I don't know. I don't know. No plans. Uh, I want to finish. It's funny that I actually have this sitting here. I want to finish uh, Ken Follett's Winter of the World. Okay. I just started reading this uh, the other day. At uh, it was this was the author that uh, that our good friend Carson from Conspiracy Theater recommended uh, recommended yep. to me, and I've just been like plowing through a bunch of his work. But I took a break from this series to read his Pillars of the Earth series. Yep. And now I'm back to this, and th- and this has been, like, such a good book. I want to read this one and possibly the third book in that trilogy uh-huh. and be done with that. Uh, I started writing this, like, medieval story that I want to go along with and see how that's going and then do, possibly do, like, an audio recording of it for, okay. the pot- for the podcast and just release that as an episode. Also, you didn't notice this. And you shouldn't have because it was it's a little tucked away. Okay. But uh, 
this is a bit of a I don't know. This was a bit of a, a, an unwise purchase, if you will. Okay. But when uh, when the market crashed, yeah, I took a thousand dollars from my Apple stock and put it into the Dow. Okay. And two or three days ago, the Dow jumped three hundred and something points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a lot of money sitting in stocks right now that I can't touch yet, and Correct. I don't want to yeah. touch. No, you don't want to. Um, but that, like, I don't know. That like got me really excited. So I bought a piano. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I want to get back into that because I've been creating a lot more music for the podcast. Yeah. And I just think it could be better if I started playing more often because yeah, ultimately yeah, yeah, yeah. the only time I'm creating music is while I'm editing the show. Yeah. And so they're just like, they're like these quick like 15 second things where I'm just like, I'll just throw some random shit in there and uh-huh. whatever, whatever hits the, and even if it doesn't stick, like this is just my opportunity to be like, good enough, throw it in. It's yeah, good. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's good for a transition. It's weird and funky and weird. Uh, but it, I wanted to start playing more at, because I'm self-taught and I can play by ear. Yes. But what I cannot do is read sheet music. Oh, okay. So for the next two weeks, what I want to commit to is an hour a day to sit down and just like start by playing like hot cross buns, learning. But, like learning sheet music yep. to play that. Um, and then just kind of continue from there. Oh, nice. That is all I want to do. On this and and record podcasts. Yeah. What I'd like to do with you, since we're both kind of in this in this like not doing much phase yep. right now, I would love us to like build a library up yeah. of like rant episodes. Yes. And then possibly some topic episodes that we can have in our vault. Yep. So that if coronavirus 2.0 strikes and we have to take another two weeks off uh, from like being able to record, yep. we still have a little bit. We still of, have. Uh, we have some wiggle room yep. to like throw some episodes yep. out. Um, for so that's, sure. That's 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 yeah. what I got planned. For, yeah, my for other my other plan for this uh like uh unintended vacation, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, literal staycation. Um, is to uh get back into my writing because that kind of took a dip over the last year for sure. Um, because of not being able to, my brain was just kind of blocked because of uh, family issues and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So um, I'm taking this week to finally uh, put some uh, pen to paper and finish up a couple projects um, that kind of just stopped. Kind of fell to the wayside. Fell yeah. to the wayside. Um, and then on top of that, I got some reading to do. Um, I got a buddy's book that I'm proofing right now um, that's uh, – I'm going to give him notes on and I'm going to try and do it. So I've never, ever, ever, ever given notes on books um, before. I can do it in a screenplay. Yeah. No no problem. Easily. Book is going to be a little bit different, but uh, I thought he kind of gave me a good pointer to do is instead of like, because how I do a script is I read the whole script right. once, and then I go back through and I read it a second time, mm-hmm. and that's when I start marking up the script and doing the notes. Sure. Um, but with books, it's a little different. A little different. That's a it's 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 a pretty decent sized book. Yeah. So like eighty thousand words, I think. Dang. Okay. Um, so <laughs> with a book, that's a little bit more difficult to. Read all the way through and then, and then turn take another and do it again. one. Yeah. Uh, so he suggested that I just 
do chapter by chapter notes. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to do that. They'll be easier for me to probably yeah. as I go through and mark it up. I'd say I have to do it. Like, so I have, uh, I have a notebook full of notes from game of Thrones. Okay. Just game of Thrones. Yeah. I filled an entire notebook of that. Yeah. And that's how I did it. I, I would read like brand first chapter yep. of game of Thrones. And I would read that once just reading it. Then yep. I go back and read it again. And like, actually like, yeah, what does this mean? Does this come back into play? Yep. What does George mean when he said that? Like things like that. Uh, and it's a lot easier Yeah, because you still have it kind of fresh in your mind. Yeah. Whereas like, Game of Thrones is 890 pages. And also, I uh, the other thing that I got to do, too, is it, it sounds weird and it sounds counterintuitive because I do read a ton of scripts, but I don't read a ton of books. And I have to retrain sure. my brain right. in reading books because it's It would be the same different. thing for me if I started reading scripts. Yeah. Like, what the fuck um, is this? And mostly, like, I don't read books. I do take in a lot of books because I listen to listen audiobooks books, yeah. nonstop. But reading the book is very different, different from hearing the book. Yeah, so totally. So we're gonna see how that works out over the next week. I'm gonna try and get it done in one week. So, good luck. Twenty five chapters. One are you week. are you just doing one week off? Uh, no, I'm doing two weeks You're off. Two for weeks. At least two weeks. Um, and then kind of seeing possibly three weeks. Uh, some people have uh, helped me out so I could take the time off because that's awesome. High risk doing doing what I do. I'm in close contract contact with yeah. people on a daily basis. I go through usually anywhere from 13 passengers to 20 passengers, depending Ty- on yeah, and that's just how many a lot people of, are in the car right. at the time. So you know, I and my health condition is not great. So right. So yeah, I got to take the time off and you know figure it out from there. And it sucks that it's happening right before tax season, but. Got to do what you got to do to survive. Have you done your taxes yet? Uh, kind of. Kind uh, of. I've been saving up for them a little bit. I was going to say, are you, um, you going to owe this? Yeah. Oh, I always owe. I just hope it's not astronomical. A ton, yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So I got an estimate of what I think I owe, but I'm not 100% Not 100% sure. yet. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's yep. fair. Um, Maybe the IRS will cancel taxes for, you know. For Corona? For Corona. Is that a thing? Would they do that? Well, I do know that the government put a hold on... Uh, student loan interest shit okay for two weeks so damn dude yeah that this is it's been weird like like i make a ton of jokes about it and i've made a ton of jokes about it and i love the memes i love the culture you guys know me i don't take anything seriously so why would i take take uh this pandemic seriously either but it's like it is interesting to see how things have like like I didn't think hockey season would get delayed because of oh that. yeah, so, like, well yeah, golf game and like it all makes sense. Yes. It's all good measure. And the other thing that I tell people, like being serious about it, is like I I think the people have vastly overreacted, and I think it's just uh, kind of like holding a mirror up to the society we live in right now, where yeah. like, the media totally controls how we respond to things. Yes. Oh, totally. Um. But that being said, the people that are taking preventative measures are the reason why this hasn't killed more people. Correct. It's the reason why it's not spreading Correct. as much. Like, Correct. Like, so here's here. Did you have you seen the movie Contagion? Yeah. That movie is. It's scary how uh, true to the moment that movie is. Um, it's one of those things where. Art uh, intimidate, uh, intimidates. Art 
imitates imitates life yes because the movie contagion like everybody like with that name and like if you're not person that's like more savvy to movies people automatically think like the name of the movie is talking about the virus in the movie and it's not the movie is actually talking about the contagiousness of hysteria yeah and that's what that movie is trying to point out right you see all the selfless people in that the people that are working for the cdc the Mm -hmm. people that are working for who those people are like the true unsung heroes of that movie yeah Whereas the media is the one that's being villainized because they're pitching all these like snake oil shit and they're like spreading uh, mass hysteria and stuff like that. And that's the true contagion of right. the movie. That's what, yeah. And that's what we're seeing that's what's happening right now. now. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody should be getting their recommendations of what to do from the news firsthand unless it's an official quote from the cdc right which is why like i i I don't know i think people have been freaking out about it and again like it has its benefits yeah i i don't know if i want to necessarily call them benefits but it has ups to it right yeah it has its ups and downs but i also think like it's 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 just tough it people are super here, here's my like take hearing. on the worst thing that the coronavirus is doing right now. Let's hear it. The worst thing above above the the hysteria, above the crazy amount of people that are getting infected, um, the death tolls. The biggest victim in this whole thing is the fact that we're not going to see new mutants. <laughs> they canceled. New mutants again, dude, dude, dude. dude. Again, here's a, here's a conspiracy theater episode for you. Yeah, coronavirus was created by the producers <gasps> of New Mutants so that they could delay it again without having too much whip backlash. Because oh, no one, can, no one can blame them now for delaying the release of their movie. Yeah, no one's yeah, gonna yeah, go yeah. see it. Yeah, so they're like, they they don't have a movie. They have a two-minute trailer. That's all that they've done. And they're gonna say, "Okay, we're gonna release it in July." And then in July, we're gonna be in, we're gonna be at war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, we can't release it now. We're at war. <laughs> That's who's creating all this shit. Oh my god! It's, Fucking it's new them. mutants. They, Fox. Fox still trying to like uh, kick up some controversy, f- even though they're dead. As a though, company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say one more thing about Corona, and I'd like to talk about the future of the show. Yeah. If, if we may. Yep. Um, something that kind of rocked my world is yesterday, uh, not yesterday, but like last week I was on YouTube and, uh, I had a recommended video and it's Bill Gates, uh, colon, the next outbreak question mark. We're not ready. Okay. This is a Ted talk that he gave in 2015. Oh, interesting. And he talked about how the next big problem that us as a global, as a, as a, as a human race is going to face is not world war three. It's not going to be in a, a nuclear bomb or something like that because we've taken so many preventative measures against yeah. war that we've forgotten that we can get rid of us just as easily oh, yeah. by fucking eating bats and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, we're not ready. We don't have enough volunteers. We don't have enough people looking into these diseases. We uh-huh. don't have the funding. We don't have anything like that. And that came out in 2015. Yep. And now like the world is slowly shutting down right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, it's not like super serious. Yeah. 
but things are things are getting worse than I thought they would be two yeah, weeks true, ago. Very true. Very true. So it's it's interesting to see it, and it's, and he's got a point. He's like, we're the the government is funding the wrong things right now. Oh th- no, there's no doubt about that. Like uh, there should be much more funding that is gone into uh, disease and uh, viral research um, in order to get these things. Because like here's here's a bottom line with the coronavirus, and this will be the last thing that I say about yeah. it. Like the coronavirus technically is not a new thing, right? It's it's, it's this strain technically yeah, is, is new, is new, but coronaviruses have been around for quite a while, yeah. and the CDC like have been taking efforts to try and figure out a way to not have this issue before. But the problem is the funding. Like, yeah, once like with the H one N one, the the MERS, the SARS, all that stuff. Like, once that virus ran through the system, and it was basically like. We did all the the CDC and the WHO. They they did their jobs. Yeah. They stopped the spread yeah. of those viruses, but they didn't. Ha- after the viruses were stopped, everybody was like, "All right, we're all good. We're done. We don't need to put any more money Pull in it this. Back. Yeah. Pull it you back. Guys can go back to doing. You can go you're back doing to before. doing whatever you're doing. The problem is that they need to take it a step further to develop true vaccinations for yeah. these things to actually figure out. Okay, if this mutates. Are we going to have a broad enough vaccination sure. that's going to stop the mutations? Right. And, you know, the problem is that they just don't get they the don't, funding. They don't have the funding. I have to brag on my company for a little bit. Yep. Uh, Apple is not only paying all employees to be at home right now. Yeah. Uh, they are also uh, donating $15 million to research to this. Oh, nice. They're nice. also matching, they're, they're matching dollar per dollar and then doubling whatever employees donate to research. For oh, it. good. Good. So like if I gave 20 bucks to coronavirus research, they'd give 40. Yep. So it's crazy right now. Yeah. Like the kind of the donations that they're giving into yep. it. Cause they, 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 you know, that's a, that's, they're going to see that money return. Cause they're uh, going, Oh, that was so sweet. Oh my gosh. Let's go buy a MacBook for yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? And, but, it's uh, it's cool to see that happening. Yep. Whereas we have certain people in office who yeah. think the whole thing is a scam and a, and a sham, <laughs> and it'll yeah. be gone in two weeks. So why bother funding nah, it? No, nah, it's not going to be gone in two weeks. Or or this is gonna, like this period is going to slow it down massively, but massively. it's not going to be one hundred percent gone. Yeah, because exactly. we don't have a vaccination for it. Like yeah. it's not going to be gone until until the last the season's season. over, yeah. and then like it's actually run through the whole system. Like, yeah. That's when it'll be actually And then it'll over. be back next year, There's baby. There's a good possibility that it'll be back next flu yeah. season. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just how it is. Uh, it's just it's, how it is. So, so that's, it work out. that's that. That's that. Yeah. But um, because of that, not necessarily because of that, but just because of how busy lives have been between the two of us, there is going to be a subtle and hopefully not noticeable sh- shift in our longer episodes. Yep. Um, we're kind of still hashing out exactly what it means for us going uh, forward in the future. We're going to have a bunch of episodes where we're actually sitting in the same room yep. chatting. Uh, however, there are going to be more episodes, more long episodes that you're going to see uh, with the two of us involved that we're not going to be sitting in the same room no. for those things. Um, we're kind of getting into the future a little bit. <laughs> we are getting into the future, yeah. 
<laughs> we're gonna be we're essentially just gonna be on like Discord calls, correct? Um, and recording these episodes. That's going to make my life a whole lot easier, yep. and it's gonna make Twitch's life a whole lot yep. easier. Um, and instead of like bending over backwards trying to get a big long episode out every week, we're gonna get episodes out regularly to you guys. Yeah. But they're gonna be things like two minute reviews, and they're gonna be yep. things like Canon Quickie. So you're gonna see a little more solo work from the two of us. Yep. But we're still going to have these hour long episodes coming out quite frequently. It's just, I don't like, again, and these are going to change a lot. What I'm going to do is put some graphics up that no longer have like a day attached to them. Uh-huh. It's just like new episodes every Thursday or Sunday or things like yep. that. It's gonna be like new episodes when we get them out, yep. but you're still going to hear us doing our thing with ep- episodes and rants and things like yep. that. But you're also going to see a little more shorter content. Yep coming out too and it may get to the point where we do schedule some of these things out especially if we do a bank up uh because we're going to be able to work remotely from one another yeah um so the way the setup works out right now is that uh either one of us has to travel to the other one and we have to figure out timing how it works out i have uh when i'm not on a coronavirus quarantine (laughs) uh, i do have a schedule that i kind of keep strict to like i don't uh i don't I, I'm at back at home by five o'clock pretty much every night and I'm in bed between eight and nine at night. Right. So, and Luke, he has a real, real person job where like it is kind of nine to five, but he could work the evenings or he could work the mornings depending so, just on the needs of the company. But it's also like it, the, the, my favorite and least favorite part about uh, my job, my role at Apple is that it's never the same thing every day. Yeah. Where it's like my title doesn't change, right? It's still merchandising, but, you know, you can spend five hours disassembling chairs on a day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, it, and and that has different effects on me, where it's just like sometimes, you know, I called you, we were going to have an episode up last week, but I called you on both days that we were going to record, and I was like, I I do not have the bandwidth yep. to record yep. right now. I need this day to like. Just, <laughs> I need to. I need recoup. to just, Yeah, just recoup yep. for a little bit. Um, and that's just that's just kind of a real thing. So the ability to say, uh, we can record within this window, remove traveling. Yep. Remove setup teardown, and to just be able to sit down, hit record. And then be able to edit from there yep. is like kind of my wet dream for for right now at least. Yep. Um, so we're going to, we're going to work with that for now and just kind of see where that takes us. Uh, it could probably stay as a thing for a little bit, just because I'm 100% certain it's going to make a positive impact on the podcast and we're going to get more episodes out because of more episodes and more content. Cause like the thing that we've talked about, like we love doing the canon quickies. Um, Oh yeah. It's just unfortunate. The unfortunate side effect is that like, I'd have to come up here to to get, to record the, my side of canon quickies. So it's much easier for you to do the canon quickies. Um, even though I have my own thoughts and opinions on certain things that I really want to bring up, like how I think, uh, one of the canon quickies that, I've been wanting to record for a while that I haven't gotten around to it is that the John Connor of the Terminator franchise is not the savior of yeah. the Terminator franchise Terminator yeah. franchise. And it would be cool for you to be able to record that yep. uh, whenever you want. Uh, and so we're, we're actively kind of going in that direction. Uh, yeah. To be able to, yep. to be able to get that to happen. So be expecting that soon. Yeah. 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 Any last thoughts for the end of the episode? 
you want to do like do you want recommendations? Do you yeah, want let's to do... do some rec- quick recommendations because I got a couple that I'd like yeah. to rem- let's, recommend. Let's, let's do a few. So we'll we'll and we won't do our typical recommend breakup. We'll just kind of like just talk right now about yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my first recommendation is going to be um, the Netflix series. Uh, I'm not okay with this. Have you seen that? I've heard of it. It is really well done. Um, it's got two of the actors from the It franchise, the new It franchise. Um, it's got Sophia uh, Lillis, um, who was uh, played Bethany. Yep, nice. Um, from It, and then it's also got Stanley from It, who had like a very small part in... Uh, the movie. He's the one that committed suicide in the second movie. Um, this show showcases their talent way better than it. Does did. it? Oh, by far. Um, so uh, it is such a wonderful coming of age film um, that is really similar to. Uh, I I would say that the character that. Uh, Sophia Lillis plays is similar to the character that uh, uh, oh my goodness um, Edge of Seventeen oh that shit, actress okay. yeah, yeah similar to that style like she has a similar cadence and style to that um, and it is a wonderful show um, uh, Sophia Lillis uh, plays a character named Sydney who is a very awkward teenager who is struggling to figure out her identity. Um, and, uh, she is a little spoiler alert if you don't want it ruined, but it's kind of on the nose right from the beginning. Um, she's a lesbian, Mm. uh, but she hasn't come out yet. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, she is also dealing with this, these newfound abilities that she tends to have, um, she's not sure where they come from. Uh, she's not sure what they do, um, but she's scared that they're going to hurt people that she loves. Sure. Um, mostly women. M- mostly women. <laughs> it's a Me Too movie. Uh, <laughs> where the Me Too aggressor is a woman. Um, so, no, uh, it's only seven episodes. It's a quick watch. Most of the episodes are under 30 minutes. Um, it's it's one of those movies, it's one of those shows where like it ends and you're like, God, I gotta watch. Fuck you, one. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Um, and then once you get to the actual end, you're just like, why is there no second season? Like, yeah, especially since now it's like only thirty minutes. Sure. And like most of the Netflix shows are at least fifty minutes, if that, right? and ten yeah. episodes. This one's like very short. They just um, tell the story that very they quick have. and stuff. Yeah. And I, I do enjoy that, but it's like once it gets to the end, it's just like. Man, keep I want to know. Yeah, I want to know what these powers are about. Right, right. Give me some insight. But they're leaving you hanging, as the the great ones do. I'm gonna recommend a band, and then I've got a few others. Okay. To do, I don't know how did you? Have I got others? one other one that I want to. I could do one other one. Okay. Uh, a winged victory for the sullen. It's okay. a combo, a combination of uh, Dustin O'Halloran and some other guy. I don't know who the other guy okay. is. Okay. Dustin O'Halloran. It's kind of funny. Uh, he had this like piano album come out in I think like 2008 or something like that. And I stumbled upon it through iTunes because I was just like searching like piano music or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was before you could really search by genre of music or like, it was honestly before you could really like discover music. Okay. Um, 
this kind of came in the wake of the, and then I discovered series that I just started doing a few weeks ago and that mm-hmm. the next episode should be coming in the next couple of weeks. But, um, where I just sort of like stumbled upon a bunch of music yeah, in 2008 through 2015 ish. Yep. Uh, and Dustin O'Halloran was one of them. And he had this like 58 track record. Okay. And it was like Opus one, Opus two, Opus three through Opus 50. Okay. Uh, and, and they were just so incredible. And I listened to them a lot. Like I listened to them a lot more and it was kind of funny. Cause it was like right around the time where I discovered crookers. So it was like, this I'd listen to like electronic rave music and then instrumental piano <laughs> music. So it's very all over the yeah, place. Yeah, and that yeah, like yeah. really fostered the style for me. But uh, it's it's it, like like I said, it's he and another guy. Um, I'll I'll just like play twenty seconds or so of one of the tracks right here. Uh, and I'm gonna go see them. Maybe, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's very true. <laughs> I better get my fucking money back. <laughs> but if 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 uh, if we're doing okay with the whole Corona situation, then <laughs> I'll be going to see them next month. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. To be fair, it's like still a month away. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully, you hopefully. would hope. You would hope. Hopefully, I'm holding on to hope. But uh, yeah, go check them out if you're like into kind of like orchestral relaxing very okay. relaxing music um but yeah 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 that's that's that one cool um you know Rhett and link right i do know Rhett and link the mythical good mythical morning crew are we taking over for them finally entertainment god no we can't like those guys are just too good they're too like, good too good they're too in good. everything that they do it's so true everything um, they touch turns to gold so uh i i got back to watching good mythical morning recently but from that, um, I've always my favorite aspects of that show is uh, usually the ones where they do the uh, uh, food ones, but not the ones where they're just doing like specifically spicy or anything. But they're doing these new food creations. Yeah, and they have uh, the guy on their show, Josh Schreer, who's their mythical chef, um, jo- uh, Chef Josh, as they like to call gotcha. him. Gotcha. Um, he has his own channel as part of, part of Mythical Entertainment, which is Rhett and Link's company, right. called Mythical Kitchen. And I have so far, I think I've watched all but three of the videos, and he has like over 20. No, I think he's got closer to like 30 or 40 videos on there. And it is the it is my favorite cooking show. No kidding. Period. No kidding. Because he's seen- so fucking funny and so well done. Yeah. Um, he doesn't shy away from using things that, like, people would... Like, he, he's similar in the vein of, like, taking how Epic Mealtime, like, embraced fast food. Sure. Like, he embraces all of food. Like, he doesn't... He doesn't... Um, he's not... Uh, what's the word for it? He's not pretentious about yeah, the food. Yeah, he's not, like, above anything. He's not above anything. He's, like... Taco Bell's good. It's right. good. Like McDonald's is good. It's good. Like right. it may not be the greatest thing in the world for but you, it's good. but it's good. It tastes yeah. good. Like yeah. foods, good tasting foods, good right. tasting food. Like regardless no matter, of what's in yeah, it. Yeah. No matter what's in so, it. So, 
Um, but he does like I, I'm sure you've seen it, but he does. Uh, have you seen Fancy Fast Food on the Retlin yeah. channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make a $150 Chipotle burrito right, and shit. Yeah. Well, he does that on the Mythical channel, but he goes through the whole process, process of, of like how it was made making and, it um, yeah. and the pricing of it and stuff. It is so damn good. Like, honestly, like, I highly recommend if you're a food person, you like, like watching Food Network or people making dishes, this is one to check out Thank for sure. For sure. That's sweet. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Binging with Babish? Yeah, I've seen some of his episodes. I'm not too... Eh. Oh, really? He's good, but not... Eh. He does a Bob's Burger one, and yeah. I kind of want to copy it and and make that, because yeah. what he made looked so fucking good. Yeah, he uh, uh, Josh Schreier, he does uh, Snack Smash. Snack Smash. Which he puts together two uh, snacks together. Yeah. And some of them are like... Okay, that's interesting. Right. Um, uh, I don't know how well that would go together, but some of them seem to go together pretty good. Like sure. One of the ones that I recently watched was uh, Lay's Barbecue Chips and uh, Oreos. Ugh. Okay. It's pretty rough. It's pretty <laughs> rough. Um, but the process that he goes through, it's it's just hilarious of how he makes that stuff. That's awesome. So highly, highly recommend yeah, this one. For sure, for yep. sure. Uh, I want to recommend a Netflix show as well. Okay. Um, and bear with me. <laughs> yes, I'm bearing with you. Cheer. Cheer. Okay, okay. Did you the watch Netflix that? documentary? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. You have to watch it. Yeah. Is it you? is so good. Gotcha. So good. Uh, we're currently on episode... We're, we're going to start episode five tonight. Okay. Uh, and there, It's a six episode. They're all about an hour long. It is just like really awesome. Okay. Um, it's impressive the things that they do. It's got emotional weight to it. Like the okay. whole time, I'm really into it. Uh, it's a, it's like it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. People like lose and they should be winning, and it, it's just like so. It's it's tough, man. It's yeah. tough to watch, but you can't look away. You know what I mean? Is it one of the ones that does it? Uh... Is it very pro this team, or does it get into some of the controversial stuff? It's so, very pro this very team. Very pro this team. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, it is in the heart of Texas, Uh huh. and there are some interesting views that they pose yeah. in the, I believe, the second episode. Okay. Where you're like, you follow them through like a day of school, because it's a college that they're at. Yeah. It's college gymnastics. Uh, and you, you follow them through a day in school. And some of the things that the teachers say are like, okay, <laughs> yeah, right, as, that's very as you would expect. From as you Texas, expect, probably. but but I don't think they, I don't think like Netflix put that in to be like, down with the Republicans. We hate. No, the and the question I was getting at was like, is it pro the sports team or is it like more trying to show how these college students are being taken advantage of oh, essentially no 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 you get all. some of those like yeah. in, like, like in some of the documentaries <laughs> don't even start it on that shit Dude, you know we, we, we used to watch that religiously i anything that deals with like kids like toddlers Kid pageants, and, yeah. and stuff like that i have major issues sure, with it that's fair these are oh. at least like twenty year olds in tiaras. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least and, there's, you know, like at least there's they that may, they can make their own decision. Like, yeah, any parent um, that's hardcore about their kid doing so great, and they put their kid through literal hell in order for them in order to for them to win. Do it. Yeah, 
It's just it's it's bad parenting. Yeah. It's, so there 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 are some parents like that in this show. Okay. But again, I don't think it's like like there's this one there's this one girl um uh, uh, uh her name's Gabby Butler and she's like the famous one. So like mm-hmm. she she was at this school and she had like this huge social media following. Yeah. But her dad is just like this total creep and he's always like forcing her to do these things and making her just take pictures for Instagram and things like that. She, he's like always harping on her to like do these things. And he's, he's hard on her and, and, and he, he wants you to make it seem like it's coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. But in reality you're watching and you're like, dude, I just hate you so much. Like there are characters that you hate. Yeah. Like, people that you hate in that show, but it's just so captivating. And gotcha. at the head of it is this girl named Monica. She's like in charge of the whole team. She's yep. the coach. And she's like, such a blessing to this earth that there there's just no doubt that she's the greatest human in the world and should be the president because she's just so <laughs> she's so awesome so go watch it i don't care how into gymnastics you are you'll be impressed by what the kids can do but you'll yes. be roped into the story of what of what netflix is, yeah. is showing you so and by the end of it, and we're not at the end of it yet, but by the end of it, we're going to be crying. You're going to be crying. Everyone will be crying in such a good way. Gotcha. So go check that out. All right. Well, that seems like it's it for us this week. Uh, so a couple things for you. Uh, subscribe to us. Like us on uh, – on uh, or like us. Comments. And you don't have to like us. On but... uh, all, the, all the podcast places. We're going to be on Spotify soon. We're not there yet, but we're going to be there soon. They want us to spend uh, money. No, they actually don't. We get on there for free now. So We'll be on there soon. <laughs> you will be on there soon. Uh, the other thing is uh, if you want to interact with us, you can interact with us on Facebook. You just go to Facebook and search Know Nothing Nerds, or you can follow us on Twitter at KN Nerds, or you can uh, snail mail us uh, uh, or, you know, infect us. Ooh. Infect us. Infect us with email. the coronavirus that is email. Email uh, at knownothingnerds.gmail.com. If you have any movie recommendations that you think me or Luke should watch during our uh, forced quarantine. Yeah. Um, please put it in there. We will definitely yeah, watch them. We will absolutely watch um, them. And you could give us any recommendation except for uh, Avatar The Last Airbender because that Nickelodeon show by M. Night Shyamalan can just go to hell. Anyways. Uh, that was smart of you to just try and go right along. <laughs> just try and sail right over that, you ass. But no, seriously, we're not going to watch Avatar The Last Airbender by M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong. Yes. Because that is bad. Bad. Uh, bad. But anything else, you put it on the list, we will definitely watch it. Um, Thank you for joining us. We will be back soon. There's one more thing that I wanted to say uh, that just dawned on me. Yes. Uh, I'm going to make a little corner in the podcast now and maybe release them as quickies. Okay. I'm only joking, but... I want to make a thing called uh, Keeping Up With Corona. No, 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 no. Catching Up With Corona. Because it's a double entendre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Catching Up With Corona. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. So be expecting a few of those <laughs> in the coming weeks. Uh, be safe. Think logic. Uh, follow CDC. And buy that toilet paper. Buy the you toilet paper. It. You need the it. The things you can do with toilet paper. Um, Charmin is probably the one that that's two-ply. going to save you. Yeah, you can, um, you, you can eat it. You can you can plug all your orifices with it yep. to prevent the disease from yep. spreading. Uh, 
The only oh, you do got to get the uh, triple ply. You can't get the double ply or the single ply. You got to get the triple ply because that's if once you wrap it around your body, uh-huh. it's going to be three times harder yeah. for the coronavirus. No, it's true. To if you have that single ply to toilet paper, that like that that like the. Uh, the like grocery store, gro- or not the grocery store, school, but like the Seven like Eleven style, Seven Eleven style, like high school or, yeah. or uh, uh, style one single ply toilet paper. That's actually going to infect you with coronavirus, whether or not, yeah, whether you do anything, you you put that anywhere near you, you're going to get the corona. Yeah. Two ply is not quite enough. That three ply, that's really that's that, where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's where it's, it's at. like putting three fences around your house. Yeah, who's going to get by that? No one. No one. No, no corona's one. getting into you. The three ply toilet paper. Yeah. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.